from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, security gang. Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. It's July 17th, 2023. How's everyone's weekend? I hope you're powered up, ready to go. A, a, a lot going on from when, because we don't do a show on Friday, right? So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, th- things tend to add up and, and, and get there. So uh, we, we've got a lot to talk about on this morning's show. We're going to get right into that here in just a moment. But before I do, who's that black hat? Who's coming to black hat? If you are, wonderful. Let's hook up. Let's meet up while we're out there. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm working on planning some special podcast um, uh, jam sessions here. Um, so there's going to be some stuff there. If you're interested in sponsoring one of the episodes for the jam session on Thursday, uh, let me know. Just reach out to the show. Go to cyberhubpodcast.com. Leave your information there or reach out to me on LinkedIn and we'll get you all the information you need. So come join us in Blackout. It should be a hot, wonderful, amazing time. And now without further ado, to kick off this show, my double espresso, where'd it go? There it go. There it is, right there. Coffee cup, cheers, y'all. Let's start with Microsoft still unsure how criminals stole Azure AD signing key. Microsoft says it still doesn't know how Chinese hackers stole an inactive Microsoft account consumer signing key used to breach the exchange online and Azure AD accounts of around two dozen organizations, including government agencies. The method by which the actor acquired the key is a matter of ongoing investigation, according to Microsoft. The incident was first reported by U.S. government officials after the discovery of unauthorized access to several government agencies exchange online email services. This obviously uh, piggybacks on what we talked about, how the uh, Chinese had uh, breached the government uh, email accounts of uh, several uh, government agencies and read their emails uh, right before Secretary of State Blinken visited China. Microsoft started investigating the attack on June 16th, found the Chinese cyber espionage group attracts the Storm 0558 breached email accounts of roughly 25 organizations, including State Department and Commerce. The threat actors use a stolen Azure AD Enterprise signing key to forge new auth, auth, auth tokens by exploiting a get access token for resource API flaw, providing them access to the target's enterprise email. Uh, the telemetry and investigation indicate that post-compromise activity was limited to email access and exfiltration for targeted users. On June 27th, Microsoft also revoked all valid MSA signing keys to block all attempts to generate new access tokens and moved the newly generated ones to the key store that it uses for its enterprise systems. However, Richmond has no longer detected any key-related issues with this. However, this still remains an ongoing investigation and, and scary as to what's really going on there, the fact that they can't get to it. So there, there's a few things. Either um, this was probably potentially something that the Chinese got their hands on during SolarWinds, and it was a ticket they used now, meaning they kind of held a get out of free jail card and, and and left it till there, or it's an insider threat, right? It's, it's one of those two. Or Microsoft's infiltrated in one of their overseas facilities. Talked about Jump Cloud last week, letting everyone, uh, resetting all of their API keys. Well, now we know that they are under a sophisticated nation state uh, uh, cyber attack um, that's behind a security incident that targeted some of its customers last week. The company, which operates a zero trust directory platform, also authenticate, authorizes and manages users, devices, and application. It reset all of its API keys, potentially affecting thousands of customers, including cars.com and GoFundMe. The unnamed nation state actor gained unauthorized access to Jump Cloud systems and targeted a small and specific set of customers 
On June 27th, the company said it discovered anomalous activity on an internal orchestration system, which they traced back to a sophisticated spear phishing campaign perpetrated by the actor on June 22nd, according to the CISO over at JumpCloud Bob Fan. That activity included unauthorized access to a specified area of our infrastructure. JumpCloud discovered unusual activity in its uh, commands framework for a small set of customers on July 5th and performed a forced rotation of all admin API keys. That's how it mitigated the attack vector for the hack and it notified and worked with impacted customers. The firm also activated its IR plan and informed law enforcement on its investigation and steps designed to make its systems and customers' operation more secure. Further, I'll go on to say, out of an abundance of cautions, we rotated credentials, rebuilt infrastructure, and took a number of other actions to further secure our network and perimeter. So, Fan also added that these sophisticated and persistent adversaries have advanced capabilities, so defenders need to share information and collaborate. He's not wrong there. So, uh, that's what's happening at JumpCloud. We talked about it last week. It's good to bring that up and have some a little bit of closure. As Zimbra Zero Day is demanding urgent manual update, this was released on Friday. A bug in the Zimbra email service is already being exploited in the wild, according to Google's tag team. Uh, teams running the Zimbra collaboration suite version 8.8.15 are urged to apply manual fix against a recently discovered zero-day vulnerability that's being actively exploited in the wild. Zimbra's cloud suite offers email calendar function and other enterprise collaboration tools. The vulnerability compromises the security of data on Zimbra servers there, so... There's no automatic patch, and the company is asking everyone to do a manual patch for that. So, again, more challenges. A WordPress iOS plugin is being used by 1 million sites, logs, plain text, passwords. The all-in-one security WordPress security plugin used by over a million WordPress sites was found to be logging plain text passwords from user login attempts to the site's database, putting account security at risk. The uh, iOS is an all-in-one solution developed by Updraft, offering a web application firewall, content protection, and login security tools for WordPress sites promising to stop boots and prevent brute force attacks. (laughs) Roughly three weeks ago, a user reported that their iOS version 5.1.9 plugin was not only recording user login attempts to the iOS audit log database table used to track logins, logouts, and failed login events, but also recording the inputted password. Uh, The user expressed concern because, yeah, that's just not good. Uh, eventually, on July 11th, iOS vendor released version 5.2.0, which included a fix to prevent saving plain text passwords and clears out the old entries. Uh, it remains to be seen how much of this was uh, exposed, if any, and what impact that would have on the over 1 million sites that use that tool. That's supposed to be a security tool. This this is you know kind of one of the things... You, you always have to consider, right? You buy a security product from a plugin store, not from a, you know, a small startup. Uh, there, there's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, this is just basic security here. One million, one million. Adobe on Friday also announced patches for a critical severity vulnerability in Cold Fusion that could be exploited to achieve arbitrary code execution. CVE 2023-38203 with a CVSS score of 9 or 0.8. The flaws described as a deserialization of untrusted data in Cold Fusion versions 2023, 2021, and 2018. So Adobe is asking everyone to update that as well. They're aware of a proof of concept blog that was posted in the advisory. Also on Friday, they announced uh, the issue was patched with the release of Cold Fusion 2023 update 1, 2021 update 7, and 2018 update 17. Um, So there's that 
too if you're using Adobe. Thousands of images on Dogger Hub leak off, uh, off secrets and private keys. Researchers at the RWTH Aachen University in Germany published a study revealing that tens of thousands of container images hosted on Docker Hub contain confidential secrets exposing software, online platforms, and users to a massive attack surface. Docker Hub is a cloud-based repository for the Docker community to store, share, and distribute Docker images. These containers, uh, these container creation templates include all of the necessary software code, runtime libraries, environment variables and configuration files to easily deploy an application in Docker. The German researchers analyzed over 337,171 images from Docker Hub and thousands of private registries and found that roughly 8.5% of them contain sensitive data such as private keys and API secrets. The study assembled a massive data set of 1,647,300 layers from the 337,171 Docker images, sourcing the latest images version from each repository when possible data analytics using regular expression a search for specific secrets revealed the exposure of 52,107 valid private keys and 3,158 distinct api secrets and 28,621 docker images so just showing you what what that is this this is significant here the using of exposed keys and and stuff and, and and stuff going into software we have a software challenge as an industry and we really need to address it this is one way universities doing this research, putting out these statistics, help us understand just the severity of this and lets us kind of go and have a conversation with our application team and development team over, do we have anything like this? Are we using anything like this? Do we potentially need to be rotating these? And I mean, that's eventually going to be the future, right? We're going to have to start. The keys can't be just static. They're going to have to be dynamic. They're going to have to be constantly rotated because threat actors are really advanced. They're going to go after our software supply chain. And that's really going to be the future of application security. The sooner we, we take that in, the sooner we understand it, the better it is for everyone. You're going to have to go dynamic. Um, there's, there's no other way. And an update on the MoveIt breach, which has now repeatedly uh, reportedly exceeds 340 organizations with over 18 million individual victims. A threat analyst at cybersecurity firm MCSoft, who has been monitoring the campaign, said over the weekend that he's aware of 347 impacted organizations, including 58 educational institutions in the U.S. This includes the uh, Colorado State University Rams, which last week confirmed that student and employee data may have been stolen. He believes that more than 18.6 million individuals had their data compromised as a result of the movement hack. He warned that the cybercrime group that conducted the attack known for its use of the CLOP ransomware is in possession of a massive quantity of data that could be useful for business email compromise and phishing attacks. The expert clarified for Security Week that the number of impacted organizations include both ones that were directly affected and ones that were indirectly hit. For instance, UK payroll and HR company Zealous was hit directly, but major companies using Zealous services such as BBC and British Airways were impacted indirectly. Um, another industrial company has confirmed being hit by uh, the move it is Emerson. Uh, they say no data containing sensitive information impacting business or customers was accessed, so remains to be seen uh, what's there as well. Shutterfly, several German banks have also been reported as victims, and there's more to that there. So there you got it, y'all. This is uh, something to, to contend with. Move it still continues to increase. It's in size probably larger than solar winds in an impact not quite i feel like the lead story for today the azure ad signing key 
How did the Chinese get their hands on it? I believe that's the result of what happened in December of 2020 during solar winds and everything thereafter. So just keep that in mind as we move through. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back tomorrow live on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Rumble at 9 a.m. Eastern. Tune in then for all the latest. Thank you all for being here. If you're going to Blackout, if you're interested in being part of the podcast jam session, please reach out to us on our website, cyberhubpodcast.com, or reach out to me on LinkedIn or YouTube, where we'll get you all the information you need, and you can potentially be one of our partners at Black Hat this year. I'm really excited about it. So can't wait to see you all in Vegas till then. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day, y'all. And most importantly, stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.